All right, I'm going to start recording. Uh, start recording the podcast now. Welcome to the Connect the Dots Gambling Podcast. We're back for year, a second year season. Year two. Year two of the podcast. So this technically should be a disaster because we usually have to throw away the first episode. Normally, and we are using a new microphone setup, so apologies if things sound not great. You know, I've done my standard 15 to 20 minutes of testing and tinkering, which I think is plenty of time sure. to get a handle on something, so I think I think we're good. I like how you have your mic cord like uh, wrapped up, just in case you got to go somewhere. Yeah, just a little old veteran savvy move. Yeah, from your days as a uh, cat is an MC. Stand up crossed your mind, right, at some point? I think sure, crosses everyone's mind funny. at some point. I really think I'm funny. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, but this is exciting. This is uh, season two. We're like a television show. We got renewed for another season. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we renew ourselves. By us. We're self-fulfilling. By uh, deciding to do it again, I suppose. Um, so great things coming. Excited for you guys to listen. This is going to be weekly until... Gosh, until February at this point. Yeah, until after the, after the football uh, season. So the snow zone. If we get any snow, didn't get any last year. Yeah, so we're gonna run through these first few weeks lead up to the season. I figure we'll do division previews. Today we're gonna go over the NFC North. So all our uh, Lion fan, Viking fan, Bear, and Packer fans. Um, I don't think I have any of those in my life except uh, Jim, father-in-law. He's a Packers fan. Yeah, well, you'll see him around. I'll see a Bears hat occasionally. I went to high school with one Vikings fan. Two. I take that back. There's a poker guy, Viking Rick. Viking Rick. Viking Rick. Shout out to Viking Rick. Shout out. Unless he doesn't listen. Well, he doesn't. All right. Well, you can get fucked, Viking Rick. (laughs) Fuck off for not listening and having some sort of disease that damn near killed you, Viking Rick. Whoa, hey, you didn't know. What can you no, say? I didn't. That's fair. So, um, the way I understand it, you haven't done any preparation for the upcoming season yet, correct? I know you've looked at some futures. You've already made some, yeah. some bets. If but I got this... in, it'd be through osmosis. I really sure. honestly don't. Yeah, I don't do anything. I might have looked at a couple weird things, just if I had a thought or a thread I was going with somewhere. Occasionally, I'll pull up uh, Washington Commanders or something like that just to take a peek. So this will be good then, because I did some prep work. So this will be me kind of giving you a crash course on what these teams did, you know, what their offseason looked like, what the odds are looking like, um, whenever I did this. So this a good was, knowledge check from you yeah, as well. This is about a month, yeah, this was about a month ago, so some of these uh, some of these odds may be different, but I don't think they're changed by, by that much. So I figure we'll go through team by team. I'll give you the lowdown from last season. I'll give you what's different this season, and then just some other things I want to touch on with yeah. Uh, fair enough? Hit me. All right. We're going to start with the Detroit Lions because they have the best odds to win the NFC North. Uh, right now they're sitting at plus 130 to win the NFC North. Their over-under is set at 9.5. Their Super Bowl odds, plus 2,200 for the Detroit Lions. Here's what they did last season. Missed the playoffs, shockingly, even though uh, everyone kind of fell in love with Detroit. They finished fifth in offensive DVOA, so really good offense. Uh 28th in defense. Uh Horrible. Could not stop anybody. Uh, Total DVOA is ninth. 
last season's record. They were 9-8, and eight and they finished second place in their division. The 2022 staff and the 2023 staff are identical. Dan Campbell, still your head coach. Yep. People love him. Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator. Offense was great. He's clearly not the problem. Uh, Aaron Glenn is there. Uh, hard knock darling, him and uh, the running back coach. People really like him. How can them. he be there if his defense ranked that well? Continuity, and I think if you look at the talent they had on that side of the ball, I don't know if you want to attribute it to him yet because they didn't really have many impact players on defense. You know, how many Detroit Lion defenders can you name off the top of your head? Zero. Yeah, exactly. Wow, one. Aiden Hutchinson. Right. And a bunch of bums. Right. Is essentially what it was. Um, and our guy, uh, who's the linebacker from Hard Knocks? Malcolm Rodriguez. Oh, yeah. Rico. Rico. Rico is a tackling machine. They liked him. Um, key additions. Here's what they brought in via the draft. Jameer Gibbs, running back from Alabama, Rose. They just churn him out. Jack Campbell, linebacker from Iowa. Sam Laporta, tight end from Iowa. Brian Branch, safety slash slot corner from Bama. Uh, our guy that we liked, Hendon Hooker, quarterback from Tennessee. Yeah, right. Interesting. Shockingly old as well. He's like 25 or something. Well, maybe not today's NCAA. Uh, free agency, they didn't do a ton. They addressed the secondary, which, again, for defense was a problem. They added Cam Sutton, Emmanuel Mosley, David Montgomery, running back from the Bears, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, uh, and the guys they lost, not many. Jamal Williams is gone. He's with the Saints. D.J. Chark is gone. He's with Chark Carolina. Attack. Chark attack. And DeAndre Swift is gone. He is with D. Philadelphia Swift. now. So that is kind of the big movers and shakers from the Detroit Lions. Thoughts on the team from last season that you remember? Again, the most covering team last two seasons has been Detroit as far as against the spread. Covering animals. So the offense, we can't ignore what he's been able to do. You know, uh, St. Brown. It's been great. The the quarterback, I think, Goff really benefits from playing indoors. I think Goff likes the situation. It mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of when Safford, you know, if you're quarterback, does you want to be a situation where you have to throw all the time? Yeah, you assume you want to get back there and sling it. I mean, so if you have the 28th defense, Goff, what do you, I, I'm going to say he threw for 4,500 yards. Rob, sure, have to why check not? that out. Yeah, Robbie, how many yards did check uh, that out. Jared Goff I, I'm going to say 4,500 because I would assume that's that would be a high total for him, but I bet I'm in the ballpark. I'd say so. You're probably not far off. Um, they also get their first-round rookie back, Jamison Williams, although he's suspended for the first six games. For betting? Betting. Can't bet in the facility. Silly kids. Yeah. Um, and they didn't really lose much. So uh, the conventional wisdom, that's probably why they have the best over-under in the division. You look at the rest of the teams, Minnesota, we'll get to them in a second, seems like they took a step back. Green Bay took a major step back. Uh, Chicago people kind of like. Yeah. It's kind of a sneaky sneaky play there. Um, but there's there's not much to dislike with this Lions team. I'm into them. I think 9.5 feels right. I'm leaning towards over right at this moment. Yeah, I think the division, I think you could be a 10-win team. NFC um, and at this moment you can get plus money on them to win the NFC North if it's not plus 140 or more I still don't consider it plus money even mm, at 130 interesting. I already bypassed them I already went to the Vikings Ooh, interesting. so when I do have a good baseball week I'll take a small play and put it on a future you know if I'm having a good baseball run gotcha um, 
I went and pulled some of the awards and season season leader totals as well, in case there's anything worth noting from this team. Uh, we'll do our own. We'll do a show once we finish up all the divisions where we go through and pick like our actual awards, the bets we're going to make, the ones we like, season leaders, stuff like that. But uh, for awards, Jared Goff to win the MVP, plus 3,500. Sounds right. Amon Ross St. Brown to win Offensive Player of the Year, plus 2,500. Sounds about right. Aiden Hutchinson, Defensive Player of the Year, plus 2,500. 500. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, Offensive Rookie of the Year, plus 900. Normally, I don't hate a running back for Offensive Rookie of the Year, but we've got some quarterbacks in this class, so it's yeah. probably going to skew that way. Um, defensive Rookie of the Year, Jack Campbell, plus 1,400. Jared Goff to lead the league in passing, plus 1,600. And Amon Ross St. Brown to lead the league in receiving, I think plus 2,500. is interesting because that does say something. I think it, it, it jives with what you're saying. Offensively, it jives with what I said defensively they're challenged so I could see Goff being plus 1600 because that's not you know when you think about the quarterbacks in that group you know I don't think he can win the MVP I think no. he's tall enough that, that have to... <laughs> he's not a short guy no he's not I think he might match your criteria he's close but um, yeah I think we're both bullish on the Lions we like what they got going on probably a team we'll bet on frequently well I don't know right because you know I'm contrarian if you're the best covering team in two years somebody has to make an adjustment there I'm not the only one that knows this sure Vegas is looking at like Detroit that being said did I take Detroit plus six and a half in week one I did about three weeks ago there you go ahead of the curve already and that was more because Kansas City doesn't cover and Detroit That's always true. covers something, something we know right. about the Chiefs right. they don't cover know. Detroit always covers Kansas even City though it looks covers. like every time they're going to cover like, because they score more points than any yeah, other NFL yeah. team if you score Fuck more that. points than everybody else you automatically assume you just cover and win all the games you win a lot of games you don't cover don't cover a lot not a lot well, let's move on to the Minnesota Vikings, because you said you've already bet them to win the NFC North. Is that correct? Yeah, because, of what? course, I throw out every I can't stand favorite. <laughs> so there's no sense in me, you know, if it's a favorite, you're never, I'm never going to have a You're never going to catch me a favorite? favorite. Not, not out of a 14 race, no. Like some chump? Yeah, why would I do that? The Vikings are plus 275. They're plus over under. Jacksonville. They're over and under is 8.5. Super Bowl odds, plus 3,500. Again, that may have shifted slightly since they got rid of Dalvin Cook because I did uh, look this up before that. Last season, offensive DVOA, 20th. Offensively. Offensively. It's interesting. Defense. They won a lot of games. 27th. That's not so interesting. Total, 27th team in DVOA, yet they were first place in the division last year. They were the winner. They were the three seed in the playoffs. They were 13-4, and four, bounced out in the first round because everybody knew that was a paper champion. That was a fraudulent Vikings team. They won a lot of close games, a lot of one-score games. Uh, I think if they didn't have a negative point differential, they were close. On paper, they were not a good team. They just stumbled into 13 victories. Well, I, I think the coaching change did help. I think you, when you said continuity, that mm-hmm. they get that. And I think getting rid of Cook says a lot as well. And by the way, continuity-wise in the coaching staff, same head coach, Kevin O'Connell, year two. Wes Phillips, offensive coordinator, year two. The only difference is defensive coordinator. Ed Donatel is out. Brian Flores is in as a defensive coordinator. Oh, I like that. Minnesota Vikings. As far as pieces... He was a head coach, they, wasn't he, in Miami? Yeah, Miami. And then there's that whole lawsuit thing with them, description. Nation, ETC, ETC, NFL being racist, which hard to argue based on their track record. <laughs> Key additions. Your guy, Jordan Addison from 
Pitt, well, not from USC, but before that. Yeah, Pitt, Pitt then USC. Um, Bolitnikoff winner. Byron Murphy added in free agency. Marcus Davenport they also added in free agency. So not a ton. I couldn't find a ton of like names that really moved the needle for me for the Vikings. Def- or, uh, as far as pieces they lost, we mentioned Dalvin Cook. Just straight up cut him. Yeah. 27 years old, productive running back. See you later. See you later. One thing I didn't like there was, you know, when you see Zeke, I said years ago Pollard was a better running back when um, sure. Melvin Gordon was in, uh, at that time, San Diego. He wasn't the best running back. You know, in this case, I can't say stinks. I can't say Madison is that. So I think it does say something about what they're going to do this year. I think a lot of tight ends and adding the receiver, I think they probably have the best young receiving room. Well, Cincinnati may have a word to say. Sure. You know, but I I do agree as far as wide receiving talent. Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in football. Wide receiver one. I don't think there's any argument there. Addison could be good. I don't know. He's kind of small, so you like him. And then you have Hawkinson tight end as far as pass catchers go. So, yeah, that's a fun pass catcher. The other guy started catching balls. K.J. Osborne? K.J. I think he's... Been on everybody's fantasy team at some point. Yeah, I think he's going to have a breakthrough. Because who are you going to cover? Somebody's going to be open. Guys they lost, Adam Thielen. Stealing with Thielen. Where'd he go? uh, White wide receiver, Hall of Fame. Where'd he go? Uh, Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) Carolina Ducks. (laughs) Minor league team. Dalvin Tomlinson, uh, the big run stuffing defensive tackle. Patrick Peterson, uh, Eric Kendricks, and Duke Shelley, the corner. Uh, Again, so they didn't really... This roster is almost... It's pretty much the same. Subtract Dalvin Cook, subtract Adam Thielen as far as big names that people are going to recognize. So I don't know where where the improvement comes from. We already established that 13 and f- that 13 and 4 was fraudulent. Based on DBOA, this was a bottom bottom 5 team in football. I'm I'm thinking big ass regression well, for the Vikings. It's hard to regress in a division where everybody's in flux. You know, right? So let's say Chicago does get better. So what is that? Sure. Six Love that. wins, seven wins. Maybe. That's better. It is. Right? Detroit's, Detroit's going to gobble up a lot of those So wins. We, we figure that. I'm thinking Detroit's like a 12-win team. So Green Bay's in flux, too. So it's a kind Love of wait-and-see division. The reason I kind of went with them was the fact that they did figure out how to win close games, which I think is interesting. Sure. I don't think you can I, discount that. I don't think that is repeatable. And Kirk Cousins, I feel like, is kind of a lame duck situation. I don't know. They're one of the only NFL teams that situationally had set up a program specific to winning close games. Not, I'm not saying that NFL that's teams not, don't practice. Yeah, but that, that's, that's, not like, that's not an ideal way to build your team. Like, let's just keep it close, and hopefully we have the ball last, and we'll win 13 games. Yeah, it's not ideal, but I'm just saying you can't discount the fact that they figured out how to put Ws up. There was one, what, remarkable comeback. They must have been down. I can't even remember how many points. Sure, I'm not going to fact check that, but probably uh, awards and season leaders. Kirk Cousins to win the MVP. Plus 5,000. Not a chance. Justin Jefferson to win Offensive Player of the Year. Plus 1,000. Very plausible. Daniil Hunter, who I should mention, is holding out to win Defensive Player of the Year. Plus 10,000. Not likely. Jordan Addison, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Plus 1,700. As we mentioned, quarterbacks, I would avoid skill positions this year as far as Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, No real candidates for Defensive Rookie of the Year. I didn't write any down. Uh, Passing Yards leader, Kirk Cousins, is plus 1,000. So to your point, 
of them being close games. They're probably going to throw the ball a lot. They've already set up their team to be a pass-heavy team. So, but if you're picking between him and Goff, I like Goff. You get the extra, you know, extra juice with Goff. So, if you had a bet uh, who would throw for more yards, you would say Goff over Cousins. I would take Goff. You get better odds because I think they're going to be comparable. Uh, rushing yards, I had Dalvin Cook on there, but he's not on the team anymore. So, receiving yards, Justin Jefferson plus 700 to lead the league in receiving yards. So those are some of the interesting ones I pulled. So kind of not in lockstep here on the Vikings. I would take the under eight and a half. I think this is going to be a bad team. Bad team as of right now. You think they're under 500? Yeah. I don't think this is a good team. I think this is a first first to worst situation. I think they might finish last in the division. Could this division all finish above 500? No. I don't think the Packers get there. I don't think the Vikings get there. Wow. I think Detroit does. And the Bears, you could talk me into eight or nine wins. I like what the, I like the Bears. I'm a sucker. I love Justin Fields. I'm a sucker for Justin a running quarterbacks. Speaking of, the Chicago Bears. What a season pro. How are we on the season two? I mean, we segue. We segue like, you know, we've been in the biz like 17 years. Yeah, we didn't even plan that out. Chicago, plus 380. To win the division. Seven and a half is the over-under. They were the worst team in football by record last season. Uh, their Super Bowl odds, plus 5,000. Nothing to write home about there. Last season, DVOA, bad. Oh, that's the Vikings. Hold on, one more flip. Ah, still bad. Offense. <laughs> Off- <laughs> Offensive DVOA, 25th. Defensive DVOA, 32nd. Worst in football. Whoa. Total, 30. Last season's record, 3-14. Fourth place in the division. Here's where they started to do some work. Key additions on offense. They traded that first overall pick. Uh, they traded back. They picked up Darnell Wright, the offensive lineman from Tennessee, which was a big problem for the Bears last year. Horrible offensive line. Bunch of nobodies. Quarterback likes to hold the ball. Quarterback who likes to hold the ball. They also added DJ Moore in that trade with Carolina. A legitimate wide receiver. Wide receivers all malcontents. They're never fucking happy. I don't think that was DJ Moore's fault. I think the Bears just asked for DJ Moore in that trade. I don't all think right. Carolina. They just really wanted the first. I thought he back. hated Carolina. I do not recall any reports, but I don't know enough to dispute you on that. Robbie, DJ Moore, how did you feel about Carolina? I thought he liked it there. I know he was bummed when Curtis Samuel left. That was his guy. Uh, Nate Davis, guard from Tennessee, and Tremaine Edmonds, the very expensive linebacker from Buffalo to help that piss-poor defense. Key departures, they didn't really lose anybody. David Montgomery is their biggest name that's not around. Coaching staff is the same. Matt Eberflus, still the head coach. Luke Getze, Alan Williams, our offensive and defensive coordinators, respectively. Uh, so, Bears, you're not as bullish on the Bears, it sounds like. You know, I think uh, if you had the uh, Robbie, age-wise, they're probably the youngest team in the NFL. Um, sure. And, and I think there's enough to like there. I think there's yes, enough thank to you get for excited talking about. <laughs> you know? don't, don't drift away from Don't the drift away. Like, yeah. Backing up. Um, yeah, but again, for me, a quarterback has to be able to throw. You saw him trot Mariota out there, and I get comparing the two is night and day fields can actually run. I get that. Marcus could but run. Marcus could throw. throw. That was the issue. Yeah, and, and Fields hasn't proven he can throw. But I love the fact now that every standard of quarterback is pretty set by Jalen. They're all going to say the jump Jalen had 
Mm-hmm. Now everything's going to be compared to Jalen for the rest of eternity. So they're expecting that kind of jump. Jalen Hurts, quarterback for the Eagles, in case anyone was. I think at this point now Jaylen. you can kind of. He's a first name out. guy. I think so. You just Jalen, and everyone knows who you're talking about. I mean, coming off of last year, well, you could be talking about Jalen Rose. I don't even know who that is. Basketball player. He's oh, on ESPN yeah. now? Yeah, I do yeah. know that. He's yeah, five. You know, yeah, you know who Jalen is. I thought we were talking NFL. Chris Webber, Juwan Howard. Juwan Howard's kid, five. kid just got drafted. Did you watch the LeBron movie? No, that looks horrible. It was pretty good. The one about his high school team? Yeah, there's real actors in it. It's pretty, it was pretty uh, good. It looks like dog shit. Nothing against LeBron. Oh, Mason wanted to watch it. We watched it. Company. No, they did a nice job. Um, anyways, I digress. Bears, uh, I don't remember what we were saying. Oh, we were talking about Jalen Hurts. Never mind. Yeah, not important to the discussion. But I don't think you get that kind of jump. I think he wants to see a receiver open, open, and you don't get those opportunities because until you figure out who are the receivers for the Bears? DJ Moore, uh, Darnell Mooney, uh, Chase Claypool is yeah, hanging around. He is, it sounds like a bunch of turds. So who are you throwing to? And he doesn't trust DJ Moore. <laughs> well, now we shall see. Yeah. So if I had to pick, I would say under under eight wins. Yeah, I mean, refreshing my memory, looking back at their DVA and how bad they were last season, maybe it is a little ambitious to go from three to nine wins. So, yeah, seven and a half is the over-under. That's a tough spot. I'm probably going under as well. I just talked myself out of it, listing all their stuff they got going on. Awards and season leaders. Justin Fields to win the MVP, plus 1,400. Uh, Justin Fields to win the Offensive Player of the Year, plus 2,000. Jermaine Edmonds to win Defensive Player of the Year. I had to search pretty far to find this one. 20,000 plus 20,000. There's zero chance that happens. Uh, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Noah Sewell. uh, Brother Penny Sewell, uh, linebacker from Oregon, plus 7,500 to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. Don't see that happening either. Passing yards, Justin Fields, plus 7,000. Rushing yards, their best odds was not a running back. It was also Justin Fields to lead the league in rushing. Well, the passing yards can't be right, whatever you just said. Plus 7,000. Oh, plus 7,000. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. No. That makes sense. To lead the league in rushing, Justin Fields is plus 2,200. That's insane. And receiving yards, DJ Moore is plus 5,000. Not a ton to like there. I don't no. think we're going to have any bears for our uh, awards show. And lastly... We have the Green Bay Packers. We talked about it. Jordan Major Love. turnover. Jordan Love era. From? Uh, from Utah? Utah State. Whichever one's the Utes. Oh, we're out to fact check this. It's not State, it's Utah. Yeah, I think it's just Utah. I think Utah State is the, it's whatever the blue one is. That would be Utah State. Okay, then Utah State. Yeah. Utah's the red and black one, right? Yeah, dynamic, collegiate, inaccurate passer, but just kid. We should mention Aaron Rodgers finally gone. Uh, the national nightmare is over for Packers. Um, he had been publicly unhappy. Seemed like he wanted out a while ago. They are plus 500 to win the division. They currently have the worst odds in the NFC North. 7.5 is their over-under, plus 6,500 to win the Super Bowl. Nothing I love there. Last season, again, it's hard to judge this team from last season to this season because I think it's going to be so different because of Aaron Rodgers is gone. Right. We don't know. There's a big unknown variable in this. So last season, offensive DBOA was 11th, defensive with 20th total. They were 12th. The record last season was 8-9. and nine. They finished third place in the division. They did a lot of stuff 
in the draft. Luke Van Ness, outside linebacker, pass rusher out of Iowa. Luke Musgrave, tight end out of Oregon State. Tucker Kraft, another tight end out of San Diego State. So they drafted two tight ends. Uh, Jaden Reed, speedy wide receiver from Michigan State. And they added Jonathan Owens, a safety from uh, the Texans in free agency. But that's about it as far as free agency additions. Departures, we talked about the big one. Aaron Rodgers is gone. Um, Alan Lazard is gone. Randall Cobb is gone. Dean Lowry is gone. Big Bob Tanyan is gone. Uh, He's actually with the Bears. The coaching staff remains the same. So we got some continuity there with Matt LaFleur, Adam uh, Stenovich, and Joe Barry. The much maligned Joe Barry. People think the Packers defense should be really good. And if you look at all the names on paper, Mm -hmm. Packers defense should be really good. And they're just not. Uh, they were the the problem with the team last season. So, what do you think about the Packers? Uh, hearing you lay it out, I think you get a lot of value at plus five hundred. A lot of young cats. Well, a lot of value if you if you believe in a couple things. Do they? It's have, really bad on Jordan Love. Well, only that. I think they have the ability to run two backs if they wanted to. I think they will have a very good defense. I think they're very competitive uh, in terms of what they'll be able to do. Adding the tight end. Morgan State I mean again I'm always looking for value so plus 500 would probably make sense to me Mm -hmm. I don't know that I would even bet the total yeah so you're saying you've just bet on them to win the division because you think this division so up in the air you don't necessarily trust Detroit still betting over and under totals and all of that I'm just if I cannot create plus value or I know we've talked about this before that we're anti-negative but I think we really got to take it to heart and apply it. And baseball's taught me that. Now, remember, I wasn't going to do any betting. I was going to no, you're bet swear, football. You're swear it off. And not bet anything. But you have it at your fingers. Well, yeah, that's the thing, yeah. right? And then you get salty, and then you dump. You dump the NBA, sure. and then you dump, and you're like, ah, I hate, I hate this. I can't wait for football. But that being said, it has taught me the value of just chasing plus money. Yeah. Love there's plus plenty money. of ways to mitigate along the way, and especially in a long season. Sure. And obviously, when you're betting in the regular season, you know, you look for those money lion dogs. But if you're betting against the spread, you're all going to, you know, it's always going to be minus one. Yeah, well, I'm okay that's, with that's paying a, juice. Yeah, in that's, the NFL. A different, that's yeah, a different That's a different, but I'm saying you're talking about futures. not betting on the lines. Futures, I'm looking for yeah, good plus Yeah, if a future's signs. not above plus 150, I'm not even looking at it. I don't care if it's the reality. Interesting. Just because it doesn't make any sense. Do you think Jordan Love's going to be good? Just bother there. Do you just not? I enjoyed him when he was a collegiate athlete. I remember watching Utah State. I think he has some big play capability. Utah State Aggies, I believe. Aggies, yes. I think the receivers will be slightly better. Cobb was not a great addition, so that doesn't really hurt anything. So no, you get year two Christian Watson. I think they could be very competitive if I think they're going to run a ton of two tight end sets. It seems. I mean, you draft two tight ends, you expect them both to be on the field. And if I like the Vikings too. There's not much room. Honestly, I would have uh, the Bears still finishing last in that division. It might go exactly the way I mean, last year. If I, I think, right? and we haven't, we haven't done the rest of the divisions. Or just flip Detroit with Minnesota. Just flip Detroit with Minnesota. Like I, we haven't done the rest of the divisions yet, obviously. But I do kind of like the theory that the NFC North does feel kind of open. If you're not a, if you're not a Lions believer, uh, that you could realistically see any of these other teams making a run. So in that case, might as well take the highest plus sign number. So I don't, I don't hate that logic. I don't, uh, I don't think it'll be a winner. I don't think the Packers are going to be 
very good. Um, I don't like a ton about what they have going on, and I think that drop-off between Rodgers and Love is going to be significant. Even though Rodgers was already kind of showing signs of diminished capacity. Well, it'll be... I I think it's very interesting because we'll get to see both play out. So I think the impact to the Packers is going to be less significant than the impact that the Jets get from him. I think the Jets immediately gain by leaps and bounds. Green Bay, I think, can sustain and or be (laughs) where they were at last year statistically. I'd be surprised if they were not right on the same path they were with Rodgers. Okay, so so the right pass was eight wins. I think it's a win-win for both clubs. I think Green Bay won. I think the Jets won. And I think Aaron will give them that for, you know, X amount, two, three years maybe. I still have to organize my Jets' thoughts, but I'm not as bullish. I think we may be at the end for Aaron Rodgers, and this can kind of... I don't think it's going to be as drastic as, like, Colts' Matt Ryan. We're like, oh, fuck, this dude's washed. Like, no. holy shit, he can't do anything. More along, more along the line of Phillip Rivers. Yeah, still diminished, but every once in a while I can give you some juice. Uh, maybe better than that. But that's that's kind of where I think it's heading with these old quarterbacks. So I think he's just the next next one to kind of kind of fall. Uh, as far as awards and season leaders go, Jordan Love to win the MVP, plus 3,500. Christian Watson to win Offensive Player of the Year, plus 5,000. Rashawn Gary to win Defensive Player of the Year, plus 5,000. Uh, Jaden Reed to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, plus 6,500. Luke Van Ness to win Defensive Rookie of the Year, plus 1,500. Uh, Jordan Love to lead the league in passing, plus 5,500. Aaron Jones to lead the league in rushing, plus 2,500. Don't hate that one. And Christian Watson to lead the league in receiving, plus 4,500. Again, probably not a ton that are going to come back up around for our awards. Yeah, I wouldn't think we're going to look back and say what a juggernaut the NFC North was outside of the Vikings. Well, I I, I shouldn't say that. We can watch that right back. I think if Detroit wins. Do you think Detroit was in top 10 points scored last year? Yeah. Yeah, Top 10. Their offense is really good. Probably not top 5. Probably not top five, but top ten, I'd say so, for sure. I would think Minnesota would have to be in the top ten, then. Maybe. I mean, DVOA wise, that kind of factors in the scoring. Where were Detroit? Yeah, Detroit was fifth. Detroit was a top five offense. Minnesota was 20th. Minnesota was not that good. But scoring, yeah, they scored some points. Scored some Timely, timely touchdowns. Um, I do like the idea of whatever. I think any team that wins this division. Outside of Detroit. So if the Vikings win, if the Bears win, Packers win, I'm very excited to bet against that team in the first round of the playoffs. Sure, I think we'll see. I think if Detroit wins, if Detroit wins the division, now they're getting a home playoff game in Detroit. First time in what, 20 fucking years or something? Whenever, I don't, you know, I don't think they've won a playoff game in like 40 years or some shit like that. It's ridiculous. So um, I would very much want to bet on Detroit in that situation. Just kind of projecting. Yep. But that's all I got. We ran through it. Tight 30. Yeah, tight 30 on the NFC North. NFC North. Uh, I think we're kind of in lockstep on most things except the Vikings. And you got you talked me off the Bears. Because I did like them, and then I thought about it some more, and I don't. Well, if, if you if you go to seven wins, that's uh, a 200% Yeah, Yeah, you've done great. I, I, I yeah. mean, you would walk away from that and say, wow, I can't, I can't wait yeah. to get to the draft because we're going to be so much better the following year. Yeah. If he can have that leap like Jalen and learn how to throw. Jalen Hurts, quarterback. Jalen Hurts. He's awesome. 
pretty soon I just won't say his name. I always liked him better than. So that was the first of our division previews. Uh, do you want to? What do you, What do you want to do next week? Do you want to run through the rest of the? You want to do another NFC team, or do you want to switch to the AFC? New Let's AFC knock out the two NFCs. Let's do two next week since we can get them in in fifteen minutes. Do two? Yeah. <laughs> wrap up the NFC. All right. Well, that wouldn't wrap up the NFC because there's four, <laughs> so we'd still have. <laughs> Mind you, I started watching football a long time ago. You know, you know what we might do? I, we might, we might, uh, might record two of them and then just release them. As singles? Yeah, to keep us on. Because I, I kind of timed it up to where we should be getting close to being the season if we did one episode a week. Not something that needs to be on the podcast. No one needs to know our plans as far as... Yeah, well, so, hey, we do solicit uh, feedback. No uh, one needs to be part of the production. I meeting. did give the card to a guy in Korea, so I'm looking oh, for... Yeah. Wait a, a Korea present. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, you're doing you're doing a bit. Like, no, no, seriously. I podcast Korea. I gave it to. Uh, well, they're here. They work out of. Um, they're here. The Koreans are here. <laughs> so shit. Arm yourself, Wolverines. <laughs> Which Korea? Good Korea. Uh, yeah, good Koreans. They come and work yeah. here. The battery South plant Korea. in Lordstown. Yes. So he was a project manager. So a cool. lot of Koreans come down and play. Cards, Youngstown Poker. Check sure. us out on the website, youngstownpoker.com, uh, for all your poker needs in the Valley. Um, so he played for 8, 10, 12 weeks. He was, he was sure. hysterical. And Park would bet everything. He's crazy maniac better. So I, I said, you know, when, once you get flew back home, you got to plug in and listen and follow us so we can get that, that Korean blip on our radar and that was probably months ago where we haven't been doing shows right like. right he probably hung <laughs> onto the card though he was trying to marry your little sister he accidentally was looking at sometimes at the poker table I'll look at my photos and sure I don't share them because she's 18 and gorgeous and you don't want creeps at the poker table sure. like ogling your daughter but he was sitting next to me he's like who's that I'm like that's my daughter don't you worry about it he's like how old I'm like she's a senior and he goes I can marry her and pay for her college <laughs> He was willing to put her through college. Like, hey, I still can't yeah. marry her off. I'm like, I'm sorry, Park. He goes, I used to be attractive. No, no, Park, you're, you're an attractive young man if you're listening to Korea. Shout out to Park. Shout out to Park. We got a lot of new sponsors this year. I'm pretty excited. We definitely got to roll out oh, yeah? some gear. Yeah. Any any sponsors that are paying us? No, any no, 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 any no not at all. None. Oh, okay. We got the Chop House and Warren. Interesting. Uh, the Red Plum and Howland. Okay. Of course, Clark Dietrich. You know, our steel needs. Uh, Young Sound Poker. Delilo Concrete. Cool Excavating. Four Stall Roofing. Um, and all the guys in general. Our sponsors and our listeners, our loyal listeners, thank you. Yeah, guys. yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, this is gonna be. This is the time where it ramps up. Like I said, you're gonna get a. We're definitely not catering to any other audience than male football listeners, friends of yours. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, we, do, we, do, we do a podcast for we roughly do this for your friends for roughly seven people. Yeah, seven people, which is fine because you know we don't get to chit chat often, so you right, get to hear, right, hear my right. thoughts. Here. In reality, we're doing it for two people. Musings, but. If those two people told two people, right. we started listening. Right. As soon as we get the swag you know, going and we get it up we, and going, we can, like I, pyramid this I release. Game. Yeah, and you know, once yeah. I release my whole baseball strategy to the world, once once I keep racking this, people are going to want to get in on that. Yeah, the alleged winners that I never the see. alleged winners that Andrew get, never sees. I just get the fucking Cardinals over <laughs> losers. <laughs> Redbirds. It looks like we got some things working tonight. Three early plays, all money line. And over and under parlays, all plus money. There you go. And by the time this airs, those games will all be over. So. Yep. 
to watch. Yeah, that so we'll be next. Week. We'll be back next week. We're going to do more NFC. We'll work our way through the NFC, and then we'll switch to the AFC. And then before you know it, football season will be back. And we'll have seventy-seven days, and we'll have something to do on Sundays. So, Ten weeks. Luka Doncic, seventy-seven. Eleven weeks. Sure. Great seventy-sevens. They're all linemen, right? Defensive lineman. Uh, in football, I could not name a single seventy-seven. Again, the first one that popped in my head was Luca. He was a basketball player. Did somebody go to the Celtics? Is going to make a difference? Kristaps Porzingis went to the Celtics. Is that going to make a difference? I don't know. They lost Marcus Smart, so they're losing something on defense. They're picking up some size and some scoring. Who knows? They're they're the favorites to win the championship, but I don't know how anyone can be the yeah, favorites. You could have had every single first half winner if you bet Denver minus, except for one. That was the play through okay. all of that, and then Denver. Obviously, you had a great play there, at plus eight hundred. Yeah, chase that plus money, people. Get on the plus side. Absolutely, find it, live it, breathe it, and under, 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 under. Start of the season, yeah, especially in football. Fuck, I bet unders in baseball. Once it's part of your wasn't it last season? Yeah, you're like man, a lot of unders, unders. are hitting. Let's file that Once it's for part of season. your world, yeah, you turn your back the on under. the public. You're going to be happier because I know people. Lose their shit when they have to bet under in baseball. Sure. Just lose their shit. The bases are loaded. That's now gone. Who's that, Joey Gallo? Oh, it's one of my guys. This is a situation where I think I got plus. Dinger? I might have plus 400 on this game. So now if the Twins start to put up some runs, you're going to fire on Braves' money line. Well, yeah. you got to look and see how you have it hedged. So in this sure. one, I have under. So I have plus 400. So in this scenario, I have the Twins' money line parlayed with under eight and a half plus 400 so let's say the Braves or let's say that the Twins go out to 4-0 okay where's my mitigating bet no I'm going to take the Braves I might start mitigating the total right depending on where that falls okay. and if it gets out of hand let's say it's 6-0 Minnesota I might have to bet on the over, and then I'm going to get a huge plus price mm-hmm. on Atlanta. Sure. Then, I, then there's no way for me to lose money theoretically. Theoretically, because at plus four hundred, I'm wagering nine dollars to win forty-five. So my mitigating bets, I could spend five and four dollars, and probably come out of this with a free bet. There you go. There it is. We're part system. of the system. Favorite Minnesota Twin of all time. I've got one. Kirby Puckett. For me, Rod Carew. Tory Hunter. Corey Hunter, wow, yeah, see, that's that's, that's the, the first. That's first one Rob Carew, yeah, and Kirby Puckett, and and Carew was before Kirby, and then you connected the last dot. And if I'm going, if I'm going pitcher, Johan Santana. I don't even remember him being a twin. I knew he was a Met for a while. I'm almost positive oh, he was. I almost positive he started with the Twins, and then of course Joe Mauer and Justin Morneau, Mauer Power. You guys were talking Astros the other day, the bees, the killer bees. Yeah, Biggio and Bagwell fucking roided out of his mind. There was another B, too. There was a guy who Lance Berkman. There was somebody else that got on base. It was like the leadoff guy that was so pesky. I thought Biggio was the leadoff. Was he? Yeah. Whoever he was, he was a pesky fucker. Yeah. Uh, You know one sense that caught my eye that looked really interesting? Because I am fucking around with baseball a little bit. Sure. Again, I never look at pitching matchups. slug. I don't look at any of that. I apply Mm -hmm. some of the same principles. I just track how many overs, how many unders, how many home teams. How many road teams? Fuck that. I'm not looking. I don't care. We're definitely going to have to get you a mic stand. Yeah, definitely. You are all I'm all over the place. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, we, 
Otani. He's incredible, right? What, what is his number? Minus he's, what for MVP? He's fucking the best. It, it's got to be a minus yeah, number, right? absolutely a minus number. He's the best player on the planet at pitching and hitting. It's fucked up. He's essentially Babe Ruth. He's better than Babe Ruth. Yeah. He's the best baseball player ever. <laughs> How is that possible? It's fucking wild, man. Again, it's just it's just he came along at the wrong time. If this was 1999, Shohei Otani would be the most popular athlete in the world. Uh, I sat here and watched the Riggins football life yesterday and cried. Riggins. Just cried. Just bawled. Still, to this day, I didn't realize he still holds a playoff rushing record in most yards from scrimmage in a playoff. No kidding. 690. 690? In a a, a whole postseason, right? Yeah. Okay. That includes the Super Bowl, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he went to Joe and said, load the wagon. (laughs) Load the fucking wagon. 37 carries. 37 carries in a championship game, and then you get to the Super it's Bowl. unheard of. And you have that iconic, you bust a run for like 147 yeah, total, and nobody's fourth getting, and one. Nobody's getting 37 carries. It's in the, the thing that they didn't do when they should have gave the ball to Marshawn Lynch to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Reagan said, you have, it's like Dirty Harry. He goes, you can pick left or right, but you know damn well it's me and I'm coming. So you go ahead, you pick which side you want, but I'm coming. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll meet you there. Yeah. Yeah, love Marshawn. Shout out to Marshawn. Shout out to John Riggins. Shout out to Marshawn Lynch. Rig out. Uh, the Diesel. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Again, if you like it, please tell a friend. Um, other friends. Don't tell people that are already listening. That doesn't yeah, do shit for people me. subscribe. Just grab your people's phones. Sure. Click it, subscribe it, and just do that and give them back their phone. Go to a Verizon store and then just like on all the demo phones like the yeah, show. And just do that. keep it moving. Yeah, we'll pay you $5 for each phone you go Ooh, to last. That's not, I'm not going to pay anyone anything. <laughs> Here, I have this phone in my ass crack. Right, right now, we're in the red for this podcast in terms of equipment. Yeah, because, <laughs> so. uh, you know, we're going to have to keep the winning going in, in terms of fantasy football. Yeah. Was there anybody in there that you thought of fantasy that you really liked? Don't you like some of those guys? I think there's some real mid, mid-range mid quarterbacks we can use from that. Going division. through this uh, division, right? I mean... I target Goff. Love Goff, of course. You use Kirk. Um, like Gibbs, as far as rookie you running backs You love goes. the Chicago quarterback. There's I think three he's gonna good get a lot fantasy good quarterbacks right um, there. Obviously... And then you could get the kid from Green Bay for nothing, a dollar. Justin Jefferson's going to be too expensive. What do you think the quarterback in Green Bay will go for in our draft? Two dollars? He's a starting quarterback. He's going to go for a couple bucks. For sure. I mean, it's a two-quarterback league. you got to have two. Most people are going to roster three, so... Let me set up a smoke screen right now. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go for the running quarterbacks. Yeah. Smoke screen, smoke screen. Uh, yes, yeah, like? very bold Bonanza on uh, on the things that work in fantasy. Yeah. You're going to pivot and go I'm the other pivot way. Go the yeah. other way. I'm going straight tight ends. <laughs> Left load up on tight ends. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. I'll get to this baseball. Bye. Later. <laughs>